Hello, dear listener. This is Mark, uh, and welcome to part two of Love Actually, Muffed Movie Style. Um, before we dive into the show, there's a few things I wanted to say. Number one, um, this is like a double, perhaps triple long episode, so maybe, um, you know, prepare yourself for that. Uh, maybe listen to it in installments. Uh, <laughs> also, um, this was recorded on January 8th of 2021. So some of the references might, um, I don't know, might have be different uh, a couple months down the pipe uh, in January. Uh, no one knew what was going to happen with the world. Ouch. <laughs> no one still knows what's going to happen with the world. Um, Roy, uh, my special guest is still Grant Howitt. If you haven't listened to part one of Muff Movies Love Actually, please go back and listen to that because there's some jokes in the second part that pertain that come from the first part. Uh, and finally, if you like what you hear and you want to support the show, please go to patreon.com slash blastro podcast. Uh, it helps support the show and me and you and your community and your dog and your cat and your cat's children. Um, self-indulgent much, Mark. Shut up. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I, I, I like seriously, honestly appreciate that you're listening and um uh, enjoy the show <laughs> ladies and gentlemen welcome to blastro podcast presents muff movies love actually part two it is a time of love as christmas approaches our british heroes why there's prime minister hugh grant uh who is wrestling with his newfound feelings of love for his assistant natalie <clears throat> jamie colin firth who is seeking to mend his broken heart in his french home uh billy mack the aging rock star who hopes his new schmaltzy single will bring him to the top once again Mia, the provocative secretary, is attempting to seduce married man Alan Rickman, Harry. Uh, all of this unbeknownst to Harry's wife, Karen, Emma Thompson, who is just trying to get her children to participate in a Christmas play. Never Let us not forget. Never listen to the song this long. I don't know what's Let us not forget Mark, Rick Grimes from The Walking Dead, and his feelings of unwanted love for Juliet Kira Knightley, the wife of his best friend. But Forget all of those people for a minute and focus on Daniel. Liam Neeson <clears throat> left uh, a widower uh, to raise his stepson Samuel all by himself and to help Samuel understand love at age 10. What a journey it's going to be. <laughs> Hold on to your tits as Muffed <laughs> Movies Part 2 begins. Samuel. Tell me all about this girl you're in love with. Um, well, uh, Dad, <laughs> um, if you were around more and weren't off gallivanting as the night vigilante, the tax man. Who told you about the tax man? Dad, you can't keep secrets from me. Liam looks down, he realizes he's still wearing the tax man outfit. <laughs> They're standing in the tax cave. Very <laughs> <laughs> buried deep underneath the offices of Fab Magazine. He pulls some tax rungs out of the wall. Yeah, so um, her name is Joanna. Joanna. 
says Sweeney Todd. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, she's the prettiest girl in school. She's the most popular girl in school. She sings just like Mariah Carey. She's got an agent. She's uh, moving to America. And uh, she doesn't even know I, I exist. Oh, that's weird. because that's, that's difficult because you're kind of funny looking. You Thanks. Got, you've got them kind of frog eyes. It seems like you're fucked, aren't you? Yeah. Well, <laughs> perhaps you could learn to play the drums. Does she like drums? I have, I've literally never talked with her. This is the kind of phase in, in school crushes where you love someone with all your heart and you really don't know them at all. Mm. Mm. She's well. just a construct, really, of my expectations and fantasies. Far better for me to educate you, a child, on love. Yeah. The important thing to do here, you want to try and lure her in by developing an interest. Now, sports seem right out because you've got, you got the weak arms of a child. Yeah, and everyone confuses my head for a football. Mm. Either style. <laughs> from the front, it's elliptical and it's like an American football. But from the sides, it appears to be a perfect sphere. God, your father must have been a raw ugly bugger. He was part elf. Right. Okay. Can't be sports. You don't seem very bright either. No. What if you hit things rhythmically? Like drumming. Ooh, I'll hit Drummond. Uh, excuse me, sir, please don't strike me again. You get back in the cellar, Drummond. I'll be down to deal with you in a minute. No, should have paid my taxes. <laughs> yeah, drums sound like a good idea. Chicks love drummers. That's why drummers are famously the most laid members of bands. Forget the front man. You're definitely not the third most laid member of any band. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think the final one is, Grant? Bassist. Really? I imagine we go sing a guitarist, drummer, bassist, right? I, mm, I don't know. Because like, I think that bassists like often skew towards the more like gawky, weird looking mm. dudes. Maybe that's just famous bassists that I know of. I would think a bassist would be more fuckable than a drummer, but drummers mm. do have a sort of power to them. Mm. Their arms, you know? Yeah. And they have, they, have, like, they have all those cool sticks and pedals. Yeah, they're like, ah, oh, woman. Whoa. Animal. Yeah. Animal was a drummer. Yeah, and everyone, everyone fucked Animal. I'd write him senseless. You could use him like a puppet. He's been fucked so much. Mm. Smash cut to an art gallery. We see all these blue arses, mm. giant man arses on the wall and there's dudes wearing like Santa hats facing they're in a there it's a photo okay it's mm. a photo gallery mm. and 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 there's like all these like horny pictures of people with their their like juiciest bits covered up with like Santa hats or tinsel yeah. or oh, like Jesus. Antlers. yeah it's ridiculous um uh, Mark hears his phone ring da 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 Hello, who is this? Why have you called me at my place of business while I'm busy photographing negligees? Oh, um, hi, Mark. It's me, uh, Juliet, a.k.a. Kira Knightley. You might know me from Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean, yes, I'm fully aware of your ins and outs. So anyway, Mark, I know we haven't got on, uh, but you're Peter's best friend, and Peter's my husband now, yeah. and I was hoping that um, perhaps uh, I could get that video footage that you took of our wedding night because uh, the camera operator we hired, um, he was killed. I, I, 
I'm sorry to mention it. Um, oh, how unfortunate. I, did he default on his taxes? How did you know? Yes, he was found hanging under a famous bridge, Ooze Bridge, in fact. He was hanging under it with a T branded on his bare chest. It seems like the vigilante, the tax man, has struck again. I only hope that my own career as an artist photographer does not bring me into ill repute with this famous crime fighter. I, I'm afraid that I uh, do not have access to the vi video of which you are asking. I am distributing on it on the uh, dark web for money. Oh, cool. I'm really adapted to the dark web. Uh, what's the link? Oh, no. Uh, do you have a Tor browser installed? Of course, and a VPN, you bellend. Oh, I'm sure the footage which I've secured and I'm distributing through my website is not for a kind 17-year-old <laughs> girl like you, Kira Natalie. I'm All sure. right. Mm. You, you, you know what? <laughs> you win. You win this round, cunt. <laughs> Phew, I've escaped detection he says he says to camera I've escaped detection and she will never know that I spent the entire video filming her busy parts what? fuck <laughs> <laughs> he hangs up uh, smash cut <clears throat> to the office of Wiz Magazine, uh, England's second most popular teen mag. We see Harry, a.k.a. Alan Rickman, leaving his office when suddenly he is stopped as a giant, not a giant, he is stopped as, <laughs> as Hagrid, the giant, <laughs> stands in his way. Oh, I wouldn't go that way, me friend. There's a very provocatrix lady who I think is going to lead you astray, isn't it? We hear in the background this <laughs> as Mia the sexy European woman from before is wheeling over her chair, her legs splayed like a man who's doing, like, like someone who's playing a, a big cello, but there's no cello in the way. She yeah, wheels she, over. She's manspreading, yeah. but for a lady. She's woman spreading. She wheels this is over. A very, it's a very strange thing to see. Like, I've mm -hmm. never, I don't think I've seen that in a movie, like that move. Other than like basic instinct, perhaps. I, no, um, even, I, even a basic instinct, like it's about the leg crossing and reveal. I don't think I've yeah. seen that happen. Yeah, like I, I, I would not have imagined that a woman would use like un, like slowly opening her legs while seated that as a way I'm to from seduce Europe, a guy. Mark, we do things differently on the continent. We drink <coughs> orange juice and eat croissants at breakfast and have little hams. Mm. Anyway, Alan, how you doing? Oh, uh, one side, Hagrid. I need to deal with this student. I oh, mean, problem. I mean, secretary, mm. Miss Mia. Is it? I, uh, I yes, hope you know me, Harry. You know all of my proclivities. Mm, I certainly do. <clears throat> but as a married man, uh, allow us to keep this formal. Um, I uh, have you planned the Christmas party for the office as I yeah. requested. I have planned the laser tag party. I'm hoping you'll come and assault me powerfully from the rear. Helen <laughs> 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 Rickman has a she, system crash. <laughs> she's shuffling the chair back and forth like a dog with worms. 
<laughs> he pulls the curtains around him and just like hides under them like a five-year-old might. <laughs> oh, where has he gone? I will go and be horny elsewhere. That was close. I almost broke my marriage vows to my wife. Ooh, he says to his gigantic priapism. Well, that's okay, Alan Rickman. Don't you worry. <laughs> I'll keep you on the straight and narrow. Oh, there you are. Hagrid rushes back in <laughs> and snatches Alan Rickman's magical dick away. <laughs> Don't know how you got out. Sorry there, Harry. Uh, yeah, your name is Harry. Oh, yeah. Isn't that funny? Sorry, Harry. I'll put this back in a bestiary. Oh, thank you. Can't I'm control sex. it. <laughs> um, Smash cut. Uh, Pop-up fact. Alan Rickman did play a penisless character as an angel in Kevin Smith's Dogma. And and they show his genitalless pelvis because it's a Kevin Smith movie. Smash cut. Oh, it's our friend Jamie again. Colin Firth. And he's uh, driving his little car up to uh, uh, a quaint and peaceful country home in the southern part of France. Step, 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 step. Ah, Home sweet home. And I see the pteranodons are in season again. <laughs> Breeding in the trees and here, this primordial patch of France where I, a writer, can finally mend my broken heart uh, because my girlfriend was stooping my uh, brother and uh, finally, you know, just get real foreign. There's a knock at the door. Knack, 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 all day long. Housekeeping! <laughs> uh, hello. Oh, hello, monsieur. It is I, the, um... Uh, oh, it's, it's, uh, it's the tiny housekeeper who lives, who lives in the garden. Uh, may we? I am the tiny housekeeper. Um, so, as you know, I'm too small to clean this big old fucking house. Uh, <laughs> yes, you just tumbled I... down the sink like last time. Yes, but I had my good friend, Guardian of the Woods, Totoro, help me recruit a housekeeper of appropriate size. May I now present, monsieur, with your new Portuguese housekeeper, Aurelia! Bom dia, says Aurelia. Ooh, <laughs> from a... Uh, uh, a carpet of leaves and a curtain of forest that parts magically. Aurelia, the most golden goddess, uh, walks forward. Colin Firth is beside himself, with uh, bl uh, blinded by her glamour. Hola, senor. Como estás? Uh, I, <laughs> he turns to the uh, tiny, magical French housekeeper. I, I don't speak Portuguese. I barely speak French. <clears throat> oh, well, this will be very fun for you and the girl, won't it? I'm sure you will learn to love each other over the coming months. And now I am going to fly away in a daffodil. <laughs> <clears throat> so magical. Um, <clears throat> well, uh, uh, Aurelia, if that's uh, your name. Uh, si. uh, Pleased to meet you, and let me just awkwardly uh, wipe my hand on my trousers and then uh, shake your hand. <laughs> she reaches forward and uh, shakes his hand. 
Grant having reached the limit of his conversational Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> you did an admirable job. Thank you very much. Smash cut to ten Downing Street, the place where Britain happens. Why? <clears throat> no, that's the music. That's the wedding music. That's right, the American president is here, Billy Bob Thornton. Do you you not know the Hail to the Chief song? I did the West Wing song, that's good enough. I don't know the West Wing song, so you're more American than I. Okay, how does Hail to the Chief go? I would also have accepted any of John Philip Sousa's work. President of Billy Baba Fountain. I am so excited to make your acquaintance. Hello, President. It's me, Hugh Grant. Yes, the Prime Minister of Britain. Yes, I'm so terribly sorry the Queen couldn't be here. I know that you view me as a lesser entity because you don't understand how British governing works, but it's a pleasure to find I do not understand and I do not care to learn. Okay, well, um, Let's uh, shake hands uh, mm-hmm. as you do in your. Co- ow, 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 ow. <laughs> I learned news from Donald Q. Trump. <laughs> Always crush a man's hand and don't let it go. For the rest <laughs> of the film, Billy Bob Thornton and Hugh Grant are holding hands. President Abe holds up his withered husk of a crushed hand and <clears throat> sadly shakes his head. He's President Abe, don't uh, Prime Minister Abe. He was. Uh, the Japanese prime minister uh, until a couple months ago. And okay. Trump famously like jerked his hand around with the death grip early in his presidency. Cool. Great thing to do. That was the beginning of bad handshakes. Good, good president. Um, now, uh, I'm sure we have many, I'm sure we have many things to attend to, but might I first wet my whistle with some of your famous English tea? Uh, yes, uh, uh, sure. Um, you know what? I, I, I'm just going to pop out of the office. I have a... Look, it's a community day on Pokemon Go, and I'm supposed to be catching all the Machamps I can. I understand. Because, You've just got to so catch I, them all. Yes, and and it's just beyond cell phone re- reach uh, in here, but in my office, perfect for just like... Yeah, you you get it. It's not a um, problem. I will will, will receive some tea from your beautiful tea lady, who is dumber thick. (laughs) I don't understand that. I will (laughs) conveniently step out of the office and uh, you can have your way with our tea. Hello, sir. Uh, Would you care for us as a slice of British tea? She hands him some jellied tea. <laughs> it's all the it's, it's all the the rage with our space program. Do we have a space program? Not really. Oh, there's a slice of something I'm looking for, young Natalie. It's a slice of them fine thighs of yours. Oh. I like them big and round. I like big butts in a can, not lie. Yeah, yeah, other butts can't deny. deny. When a round thing comes in a different face, a round thing in your face, you get sprung. Sings the house elf of 10 Darling Street. Billy Bob Thornton, the house elf, just rock out for a bit while Marty McCutcheon looks on confused. Oh, no. Hugh Grant steps back into the room and he can see 
the pheromone jets on Billy Bob <laughs> Thornton's Prince Shizor-like body are spewing a red-purple cloud of <laughs> sex gases into the air. Natalie is doing her best to wave them away, but they're still adhering to her human skin. Bonding. Oh, no. <laughs> Forming an unbreakable chemical bond. Yes, um, soon you'll be mine, all mine. Oh, proud minister. I'm sorry, I was merely jetting some of pheromones over this young heifer. Uh, Natalie, um, the uh, shadow minister requires you at the shadow office. He starts blinking, winking his eye furiously. Uh, uh, so, uh, no problem, sir. I'll be there right away. Just hurry over there. When now, will this uh, wretched Natalie arrive in my cabinet? Says the shadow minister. <laughs> <laughs> I have no. nefarious deeds and I require lubrication for my mouth. He is certainly a pervert and a dangerous one, but at least he's a known quantity as mm-hmm. opposed to this president. He's now, Mr. President, um, th- I think you've had quite enough of what we have to offer here. He, uh, just like a real alpha, takes the president's teacup away. Holds his pinky in the air warfully and downs the tea and one fierce glug. Let's go have a cracking press conference, shall we, buddy? Seems good to me, partner. The uh, the president tucks his uh, his pheromone glands, sort of like the sort of nozzle, tucks them back into his shirt, like a like a like a handkerchief in a top pocket. They step through the portal, which opens into the press conference room. A bunch of journalists are taking pictures and saying stuff. Oh, Prime Minister, Prime Minister. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, what is it, Tolly? Hi, Tolly, Daily Mail. Um, are you, uh, have you had a nice meeting with the Americans? Hmm. <clears throat> Hugh Grant looks down at his prepared notes and uh, he slowly crosses out every line with his big British Sharpie. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nice is a um, is a word. It certainly is, and uh, no one can deny that. And in the past, uh, Britain and the U.S. have had nice relations. Uh, I use the word relations because it is a word for sexual intercourse. And uh, to put not too fine a point on it, I feel that we've been having relations with the U.S. for far too long, and we're not going to get fucked anymore. Why, from now on, we, the great man-jacks of Britain, Hugh Grant rips open his three-piece suit, revealing his chain armor, are going to do the fucking. Isn't that right, lads? His retinue of knights steps out. (laughs) The queen comes in and does a cool skateboard trick and gives him a thumbs up. (laughs) And if we see your Filthy, cross-the-pond arse, darken our doorstep ever again, we'll have the cock off ya. I've been so insulted in my life. I'm gonna get on my little plane and fly on home now. But That's I tell right. You, I tell you, boy, you made a powerful enemy of me, Billy Bobby Thornton. Fine. We declare war on the United <laughs> States. Nuclear war. Fine, let's do it in Ireland. Okay, because proxy war is fine. (laughs) Anyway, we're taking Christmas off, and then the war begins. Sounds good to me. I'm going to sharpen my nukes. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, Jiminy, fetch me the nuke. Oh, you are, sir! England's one nuke. All right, but a bit small, isn't it? <laughs> it's still a nuke, sir. Get North Korea on the phone. <laughs> it's time to wheel and deal. Hello, this is a North Korean accent. Smash cut. The southern part of France. We see Jamie, the affectatious novelist, has pulled his desk right up to the lip of Windy Times Lake, the windiest lake in France. And he's typing his novel by hand on an old-fashioned typewriter, like some sort of old-fashioned idiot. Like a, like a real fucking Tolkien. Yeah. Tickety tack tack tick tick tacky. A tickety tack 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 ticky. Tickety tack 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 ticky. Well, that's another. He pulls the completed page out of his sheaf, out of his typewriter. He picks up a teacup very gingerly, an empty one, by the way, and puts it on his huge stack of papers he has typed. When down, down the country path, down the lake road, comes Aurelia. Here with a fresh cup of tea for this thirsty Englishman. Hello, sir. It's I, Aurelia, doing a great Portuguese accent. <laughs> oh, hello, Aurelia. You just pop down my tea on that stack of papers there and be careful to make sure nothing blows away into the lake because that would be difficult. Now, I, being a beautiful woman of Portugal, I only have a tiny grip on what you are saying. So I put the tea down next to the papers and I take <laughs> the empty cup like Zoll and uh, whee! Oh, she no! picks up the empty cup. Oh no. And oh. the great wind god of Portugal punishes, <laughs> punishes her for serving an Englishman. All of the manuscript takes to the sky like a beautiful flock of white gulls. Oh no! And it lands unceremoniously in the pond. Looks like Aurelia has a fetch quest a Bruin. Oh no! She says, and she rips off her servant's clothes, revealing her... What? She rips off her tabard. <laughs> That's right. Uh, revealing <clears throat> her itty-bitty teeny-weeny polka dot bikini. Uh, Colin Firth takes note. <laughs> I should join her in the lake and uh, get my papers. Colin Firth runs forward and falls comically into the lake fully clothed. He sinks right to the bottom. And dies. <laughs> End of situation. <laughs> Smash cut! To okay. Mark's home. To Mark's home. <coughs> Julia. But it's not pops. my home. Oh yeah, not your home. <coughs> I'm Mark. Sorry? I said I'm Mark. Which Mark? I'm Mark. You're Mark but so we're off. talking we're talking about Rick Grimes. Oh, uh, okay. The yeah. Mark in this. Rick Grimes had a different voice, doesn't he? Yeah. So Mark's there, just like uh, jerking it. Yeah. And suddenly <laughs> the door opens. It's Juliet. Oh hi, Mark. <laughs> I've been waiting to do that line. <laughs> oh, Julia, how did you find the address of my sanctum? Your best friend is my husband, so oh. I just asked him. His juicy lips must have slipped out the secrets. He was, sure. Um, Mark, I happen to notice uh, that you have all these videos 
And uh, one of them is prominently listed wedding footage. Uh, Could I see that? I cannot think of a reason why not to. I will put it on my Betamax video recorder, and you can see the heinous extent of my crimes. All right, let's just pop it in there, and uh, away we go. It is a montage set to Everybody Dance Now by CNC Music Factory. (laughs) (laughs) All of it is of Juliet's feet. Go on. Just Juliet's feet. The whole time. <laughs> some, shots, um, some shots which weren't at the wedding, clearly. <laughs> She's enjoying it at first, and then a slow horror creeps across her 17-year-old face as she realizes this is just footage of her. Footage. And her nails and her little toesies. Mark, this is just my feet. Uh, what do you have to say? I have some... Prelim addictions I must in, uh, infatuate with the camera. I cannot be allowed to touch another young, supple woman again ever since the cards decreed. So um, uh, I simply take video footage. Uh, I, I, I must excuse myself, young Kira. Mark chucks himself out the first floor window. <laughs> and uh, Kira awkwardly glances at the whole wall of foot videos before leaving. <laughs> it's like in Watchmen. <laughs> <laughs> Smash cut. Mm. The Prime Minister's office. Prime Minister, who doesn't actually have a name in this film. I'm Hugh Grant. Uh, My name's Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. <laughs> it's fun to imagine that actual Hugh Grant is the Prime Minister in this reality. That is fun to imagine, isn't it? Be nice. It, Imagination is fun when you can sum it up. Uh, the, uh, uh, the, the Prime Minister, Hugh Grant, calls through his aide, a lady whose name I've forgotten. Hello, Prime Minister, it's I, your proper aide. Uh-huh. Yes, hello. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so terribly sorry. I seem to have developed a, um, uh, an attraction for one of the uh, uh, women who works in the office. Are you aware of the woman called Natalie? Oh, yes. Uh, fatty, fatty Natalie. Uh, I'm not very sure. I wouldn't say she's Natalie Big fat. Bone. <laughs> the, uh, oh, Lord, she coming, Natalie. You mean that one? Sea cow, Natalie. <laughs> yes, I've, I've, seen the, um, I've seen the Facebook status updates. I can't say. I mean, yes, that Natalie, yes. Um, I think that perhaps our working conditions are not uh, most... Uh, conducive to, uh, to effective governance, and perhaps it'd be best if you could uh, move her along to a different part of the uh, operation. Move her along, sir. We're going to have to widen the doors, <laughs> says the assistant like a real piece of shit. Could it really are horrible about Natalie? She's really not fat at all. What? She's so fat! Look at me! The assistant rips off her pencil skirt and shows skeletal legs. This is what a real woman looks like. You see that thigh gap? And you see the moths just flying earth around? Yes, yes, I see now. I, 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 I'm terribly sorry for besmirching your, your, your gender. Um, yes, if you could just arrange for Natalie to be uh, repositioned somewhere, uh, perhaps you could <laughs> get a crane or something. Hmm, just, just make it happen, yes? 
Oh, you piece of shit. She <laughs> says, it's fine when I do it, but you're a man. I was joining in. <laughs> the assistant storms out of the office. God, women, eh? He says to camera. Yeah, says God. Who exists in this film? I. Got a thing for feet and tortoises. <laughs> Smash cut to a seaport. A seaport. <clears throat> yeah, like, I don't know. This seems to, I assume it's a seaport. It doesn't have to be. There's a ferry there. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't know if it really was getting on a ferry or she just lives near I the docks. She lives near the docks and Colin was getting on a ferry to go home. Oh, okay. I don't know. It, don't, it know. don't matter none. It don't matter none. Hush, hush up, child. It don't matter none. Hush up, child. It's me, the president. You don't need to worry about nothing in your little hair. Uh, thank you, sir. Um, all right, you can s- step out of my car now, and I'm going to let Aurelia out you as let, well. You let I- the final slice of pudding out. You tell her you love her. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, look, sir, it's uh, an American bagel. <laughs> Colin Firth chucks <laughs> a, a, a bagel off the dock into the bay, and the American president is helpless uh, but to follow after it. And you ran them all. Anyway, Aurelia, um, it's just been simply smashing to have you uh, as my... Um, si, muito bon, Jamie. What? Muito bon. A little ball? Si, yes. <laughs> yes, I, I, I'm sorry about the incident we had with that little ball. Like, I couple of, completely didn't know you were we in the really room. Don't, we really don't speak each other's languages very much, do we? No, um, let me gaze into your eyes meaningfully for okay. a little too long. Count uh, of three. I, I guess I should just fuck off then. Okay. And just as Colin Firth begins to turn his head away, Aurelia swoops in like a French pterodon and gives him a peck on the mouth. <laughs> Colin Firth experiences stun damage and cannot move for two turns. <laughs> Meanwhile, Aurelia has sauntered off. Was that love or is that just a Portuguese thing? Uh, so ignorant of this other culture. I mean, it's continental to kiss, right? Right. And the, the, the president was kissing everyone. Yeah, with his glands. Yeah. And his hands. Smash. <laughs> ah, to the main character's house, Liam yeah. Neeson. We see uh, inside Liam Neeson's house... Samuel, the little motherless boy who's hopelessly in love. Little orphan boy. Is watching Bill Nye, aka Billy Mac, the rocker, uh, doing his music video, um, All I Want for Christmas is Love, with uh, his band of seductettes shaking their tits around straight at the camera. I'm disturbed actually by this part of the film. I don't know what they're suggesting. Like, it's like a zoom in on the cleavage and then you see Samuel just like glued to the TV. Samuel has a sexual awakening. <clears throat> I guess. Is that it? Yeah. Be- so, because- Samuel realizes what, what he needs to do to get the goyle. Oh, yes. That's the point of this. Mm. He sees a girl drumming. But unfortunately, we established in the last episode that <laughs> drumming was a good idea. So he turns to, he turns to Liam Neeson and says, Dad, put down the crossbow. Daniel, I didn't know you were still awake. Um, <clears throat> let me just wipe off, wipe of off this domino eye makeup, and uh, you tell me all about what you're experiencing. I can 
I sleep with you punishing tax evaders in our living room, Dad? Anyway, I had an Quiet. idea. Yes. I'm definitely going to play the drums. So we got to get ourselves a drum kit. Then I'm going to learn to play the drums in two to four weeks. And I'm going to oh. be on a stage show with the girl I love. And she's going to have to give me a kiss on the mouth. So wait, are you going to play in her band? Yeah. That's insane. You have to learn how to play the drums and then also get recruited into her band. Yep. Luckily, it all happens off camera. Yeah, that's true. Off camera magic. Well, I hope you possess the fortitude and discipline of someone three times your age to learn how to drum excellently in just two weeks. Well, you taught me well, Pa. Would you iron will the way you execute them, tax evaders? Well, thank you. All right. Um, I'm one step ahead of you. Liam Neeson hits a button and a bookcase swivels around, revealing... The corpses what? of three tax evaders and... <laughs> a drum set. <laughs> the corpses flop forward, revealing the drum set. Ba-ba-ba-ba! <laughs> oh, Pa, it's everything I always wanted. Then let's get to work. Oh, we hear an awesome sweet mix by the propeller heads. Anyone? Matrix 1990s? Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, kids. Smash cut. Oh my God. Finally, the Wiz Magazine for Teens Company Holiday Party has arrived. Laser time! I don't actually know German, but that's what it sounds like. They're saying. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's, that's uh, Rammstein is there. Uh, Mia managed to get Rammstein. <laughs> For the, for the Christmas party slash laser tag affair, yeah, which is pretty cool. Um, Alan Rickman, pretty is continental. There. Alan Rickman is there with his tie tied around his head, shirtless. He has two laser rifles. He's charging them in, in, into the air, and all around him, people are fleeing. <laughs> Motherfuckers! Everyone <laughs> thinks that Alan Rickman's going to be a pushover. I'll show you who pushes who. Which one of you uh, bitches wants to dance? <laughs> Bruce Willis slides out of an air vent without any shoes on. He sneaks up, but Alan Rickman's too quick for him this time. He tosses a Bowie knife straight into Bruce Willis's throat. <laughs> Is this the end of Bruce Willis? Yes. <laughs> he kicks him out of a window, just like in the <laughs> film. Nice. Now, time to assert my dominance over my staff. <laughs> oh, the music changes to sexy dancing music and Mia steps forward from the shadows. She slowly, seductively strips her laser tag vest with, with um, target sensors on it and clatters to the floor. Hey, that's a rental. <laughs> Damage sustained. <laughs> Hello, Alan. No, sorry. Hello, Harry. How are you doing? I love the way you shot all of those people. It really turned me on, if you know what I mean. I think I finally do know what you mean, now that I've tasted man blood. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Rickman wipes away some gore from the corner of his mouth. Oh, you have something on your cheek here. Let me get that for you. Mia leans in real close and licks his entire cheek 
five times. <laughs> Hold on, didn't get it. From top me, to oh, bottom. Sorry, from it's really, to top. really kicked on. On Hold on. We <laughs> see. Ketchup? We see Alan Rick. Sorry, we see Harry's wife. Karen. Karen. Liam Neeson's sister looking on. You can see she looks a little bit worried about this licking. Oh, look at your boss man, eh, Karen? Looks like he's found a new friend, eh? I'm not sure about this. I I love him because he never complains about dead people. But I can't help but think maybe it's spreading to other people like that attractive young European woman. I don't know, do I? I'm just a bloody eunuch. Anyway, I'm off to get past the only pleasure I have. Can't we see? Carl. The camera pans back and we see Carl, handsome head designer who hasn't really had any lines yet. From Westworld. From Westworld, yeah, Carl from Westworld. Um, Hector from Westworld. Okay. I think his name's Hector. Uh, They're like... Is he a robot in Westworld? What's on... Oh, he's a sexy robot. Like, what's on your agenda today? And he's like, mayhem in his like incredibly thick accent. Nice. I, I suspect he's Spanish. No, he's Brazilian. Oh, okay. He's Brazilian. I, I, and I can I double su- up the Portuguese accent if you'd like. <laughs> I, I suspected that he's supposed to be playing a Mexican character in Westworld. Yeah, okay. You can and, style it out. Like, why not have a guy with a Mexican accent? But he's so handsome, though. Anyway, he's Braziliano. Yeah. Famous home to old Nazis. And let's not forget. Samba. Let's not forget that, motherfuckers. Oh, I said it. <laughs> Quero dançar, he says. Oh, uh, uh, dance with you? Um, I don't know if, if, if Ryan would like that. She looks down at her cell phone that she's like desperately uh, refreshing for notifications to see if she missed any calls. Uh, I guess just this w- 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 one. Hush your pretty lips. I'm going to do a traditional Spanish accent instead so I don't get, you, I don't get confused with Aurelia. Hush your beautiful mouth. Come and dance with me here on the dance floor where no one can see in the corner. Uh, okay. Put down your laser gun. Sarah holsters her pulse rifle. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they begin to slow dance sensually, provocatively. Oh, I like this. This is good. Dangerously. They are a work of art. Mm. Fleshy art. A moving sculpture. A real slice of quip. <laughs> so I don't have to say that. Sarah, come home with me. I mean, uh, take, take me to your home. I wish yeah. to make love to you in the bed of your owning. I mean, I, 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 I don't know if Ryan would... You know what? Fuck Ryan. Yes, no. I will. I'm going to huh? fuck you. We're going oh. to make sweet love on a bed. Not here in the laser tag arena. No, no. Where Alan no. Rickman can see with his European floozy. <laughs> yeah, let's get down to business. A taxi! <laughs> the ghost taxi morphs through the wall. <laughs> oh, yes, my master. <laughs> the lich behind the wheel opens up the infernal carriage door. My house and step on it. Uh, <clears throat> go into my house. Huh. Smash cut. To Sarah's house, Sarah and Carl um, step through the door. They're both al- alive with the electric potential of love for the first time. They begin to kiss and, you know, um, Sarah, touch each other's. Sarah, beautiful torso. Take off my shirt. 
Okay. I'm unexpectedly hot. <laughs> He's weirdly ripped for a guy who works for Wiz Magazine. <laughs> I know a couple of freelance designers and they don't look like that. <laughs> but you know what? We're not going to body shame him for being infinitely shredded. He's crazy hot. Come yeah. kiss me, Laura Linney. Do me. Do me here on your bed. Laura Linney um, picks up the Carl and carries him up the stairs to the loft. <laughs> She throws him upon the bed like he is some prized, uh, what, I don't know, victim? <laughs> what, what? Prized bride? I guess. I don't know. Yes. I'm trying to not be rapey, but I feel like there's a tradition yeah, no, of like, no, oh, no, my no, beautiful no. conquest. Like she's a barbarian. Yeah. How about she She gently lowers him onto the bed like yeah. an equal partner in this sexual relationship? Yes, with a crane. With a crane? Because he's so fat. In the dick! <laughs> she lowers his fat dick onto the bed. <laughs> oh, careful, careful. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, hang on. Rang, 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 rang. An American phone rings. <laughs> Hello? Oh, honey, no, don't worry. It's fine. I ain't busy right now. <laughs> oh, I'm terribly sorry, she says, turning to... to Carl. 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 He he waves his hand like a gentleman. It is no problem at all. My brother, he he he's not very well and he calls me often. Oh, that was your brother. Yeah, For no, so long I had been led to believe that you were in a relationship with a man and it was romantic. No, I said darling just to throw you off this. No, oh, fuck, I've got caught your accent. Hang on. No, oh, I say no. darling just to throw you off the sound, but it's okay. It's my brother. I ain't in a romantic relationship with him, but it's very important and supersedes anything that we might do. Look, Laura Linney, <coughs> that, is a, that is a problem for me. Not because you're constantly interrupting and it's real hard to keep a blood flow going through this gigantic stump-sized hog. I understand. But it is a problem <coughs> because I only fuck women who are in loving relationships with someone else. I'm oh. called a ruiner, a special <laughs> class of rogue. <laughs> it would go against my training if I were to fuck you, because what would I be ruining? Nothing. I understand. Well, perhaps if one day I'm in a satisfying relationship with a man, then you can come around and ruin that. You can cuck him real good. Yeah. You know Mia from The Office? Yeah, I know, Mia. That weird yeah. European girl. That's right. Another <laughs> ruiner. Watch yourself. Smash cut. <laughs> Speaking of watching yourself, Karen is watching her body unhappily, thinking about how skinny Mia is. Pop-up fact. They put Emma Thompson in a quote-unquote fat suit. Did they? To, yeah, to try to make her look more matronly and yeah. give her insecurities. It's <laughs> the not, actress insecurities not, about competing Emma with Thompson Mia. It's just ridiculously beautiful. It's really yeah. hard for her to be awkward. Oh, I'm this old grumpy old frump. Like, no, you're Emma fucking Thompson. I don't understand. Anyway, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Only the best for Kenneth Branagh. Mm. He's Hamlet. Mm, he was, wasn't he? Well done, Kenneth. You know what? Uh, my girlfriend didn't know who Kenneth Branagh was. That's okay. And I was like, what? And then I realized like, I was a theater nerd. Yeah. I bet a lot of Americans don't know who Kenneth Branagh is, and that's no, a bummer. They probably only know him from Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. He's like Mr. Shakespeare, mm. but 
We're just like, oh, that yeah, one on cameo on Harry Potter. Yeah. Does he have a show? No. No show. No, he just makes money from things. And, you know, from things. Emma Thompson Alamo. Yeah. yeah. Um, Harry, says Karen, Emma Thompson. Alan Rickman's coffin opens up and he sits straight up. <laughs> mm, what is it, my flesh wife? That's um, that woman who you, were, who you were dancing with after the massacre. Ah, uh, yes, Mia, Mia it? Italian for mine. She's, she's very pretty, isn't she? Yes, she is. And she's got quite a bite on her. Alan Rickman absentmindedly feels the two puncture wounds in his neck. You Karen goes um, and gets out an extra bottle of holy water and a steak and puts it under her pillow. Well, good night. Good night, flesh wife. <laughs> Karen turns off the lights and gets under the, the covers. Neither of them close their eyes or even look away from each other. Uh-oh. <clears throat> Smash cut to Professor X's Psychic Hospital for the Gifted. <laughs> Sarah uh, walks past the orderlies and... Uh, steps into the room where her brother is being kept for his own safety. Well, well, well. If it isn't my estranged bitch of a sister, Sarah, now, here to talk to me in the old cuckoo house. Now, now, please, I'm not estranged. You call me every day and I answer. Yeah, you know the phone, Sarah, is the only link to the outside world that old Jackie, I mean, Ryan, has nowadays. I'm, I'm so sorry that you're upset. Please, let me hug you. And Punch! You <laughs> 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 Jack Nicholson, I mean, who's not in this movie, but uh, Ryan, well. Sarah's brother, swings mm. out at her with his manful power, and she catches it just short of striking her in the face. Oh my goodness, what, what is a like disturbing moment. She counters. And, uh, <laughs> she and, counters the blow by yeah. hitting X at just the right moment and flips him over her back. He takes stun damage. Oh. She turns to the orderly and winks. Very good, says Beast, the orderly. Okay, I won't hit you anymore if you promise that you'll help me talk to the Pope. Because he's going to get me out of here. Yeah, I, I, we might have a problem getting the Pope, uh, but I'm sure we can have a nice Christmas with or without the Holy Father. Mm, I do love Christmas. That's why I purchased this Billy Mac CD, the best Christmas song around. I hope he wins number one this year. I hope so too. It's integral to the plot of the film. Apparently. Anyway, Red Rum. <laughs> okay, smash cut. To the British office. <laughs> the office of Zaz magazine. Wiz what? magazine. Grant? Sorry. The wait, wait, of- no. No, you said it. It's canon now. Hi, I'm Zaz from Hi, Batman. Victor Zaz. I'd like to cut people up. And Until then I cut teams. myself up. Mia, Mia, come here. Mia, Hi. you're the... You're the top ruiner at Zaz Magazine. Tell yeah. me, how has your infiltration of Wiz Magazine been going? It's pretty good. I've been trying to get him busy with Liam Neeson, the ex-editor, but he's so cut up over his old wife who's dead now and always complaining. I just can't get horny for him. I don't like it when men say the women are dead. It doesn't get me randy. I actually do like that. So, um, 
Okay. How, how's it going? How's it going with our other target, Harry? Oh yeah, Harry, <laughs> Alan <yeah>. Rickman. <laughs> yeah, I asked him to buy me a Christmas gift. I said I want something I want, and then looked hungrily at his groin region. I hope he gets the hint. Excellent. We're going to bring a high man low this I Christmas. I hope so. Oh, we can bring him all the way down, if you understand, to my genitals. Yes, I also s- sort of said hymen in that one, if you oh, that's good. really want to stretch it. Oh, but I'm I don't want to really stretch my hymen. <laughs> yeah. oh, sc- oh, Victor, sorry. I'll send I'm starting to think to you're not such a good guy after all. <laughs> I'm going to go lick a knife. Smash cut <clears throat> to the shops, in it. <clears throat> Harry, Alan Rickman, and Karen, his wife, Emma Thompson, are... Going a Christmas shopping. Tang, 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 ring, ting, tingling, bing, dang, ding, lang, dong. <laughs> That's right. All it's of Christmas. our elves have assembled. Tang, tang, ringling, ding-a-lang, and dong. And you, you know what to do. Sit on that mall Santa's lap until the children arrive. And when they do, usher him, usher them to sit on his lap. Hey, it's dong here. I, I might need to be excused for some business I have with Mia. All right, Dong, but remember, you only get to take one sickie. Oh, I'm going to take a real sickie, if you know what I mean. I don't. Dong. I'm technically a nun. <laughs> okay. Um, Harry and Karen, the couple with assonance, are Christmas shopping. Um, and Harry sees a jewelry section. I think perhaps he might be able to get something for his... His uh, paramour. Is that the mm. word? For Mia. His concubine. His concubine. <clears throat> I don't know what you call the other lady. Um, his temptress. Mm. He sees the glint of jewels uh, and notices a little triangle button appear over it that says loot. Oh, can't pass this up. Uh, excuse me, Karen. Um, I need to vaporize over there. and. Buy a present for you. Uh, your usual oh, Christmas scarf. Wonderful. That sounds uh, wonderful. I'm going to go and buy you a thoughtful gift, which requires effort and money. Sounds good to me. Bum, ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. She wanders off towards the uh, Alan Rickman gift section. Ah, yes. Now, now is the hour of dark deeds done in secret places. Uh, Alan Rickman floats on a cloud of black mist. <laughs> And uh, uh, roiling out from underneath him. <laughs> he appears in front of the um, uh, jeweler's counter and points at, in my opinion, a pretty disgusting looking necklace. It's almost like a duck's heart. <laughs> it's not great, but it was, it was 2002, man. It's like things have moved yeah. on since then. Yeah, that, that's fair. I don't know. It's just, it looks weird and gross and it's gaudy and bobbly. Yeah. And speaking of gaudy and bobbly, who should appear behind the counter but Mr. Bean himself, Rowan Atkinson? Oh, interesting buying some jewelry. Mm, Hello, jeweler. I've come to purchase a thing for a a lady. Let's make it quick. I want this one. How many pound? Uh, Mr. Bean does a series of salutes. First with the right, then with the left, then with both for good measure. and uh, And starts doing some... Just doing a lot of business with the bag. He like he he wraps it, he unwraps it. He's putting in fruits and vegetables. Uh, he he carries it up some stairs and drops it into a into a child's paddling pool and jumps down into the pool and everyone applauds. 
He plays a He's seen on stage while. in Vegas pulling the necklace out of a magic hat and then <laughs> sawing it in half. <laughs> we never see the conclusion of that. I hope it worked out. Mm. David Blaine arrives, wretches up the necklace into the bag. Everyone in the audience chants, Bean! 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 Uh, Mr. Bean obliges and shows just one of his testicles. <laughs> There's the bone. <laughs> They're eating this shit up. Uh, and Harry, uh, uh, thank you, Mr. Bean, uh, takes, takes the, uh, the, the barely wrapped now, uh, just, just in a box necklace, pops in his coat pocket and wanders off to rejoin Karen. Just as he turns to rejoin Karen, he finds her standing immediately behind him. Ah! Discovered? Question mark? The adulterers in the audience will understand. Montage cut. Montage for Christmas. Bilbo Baggins' dick is buried along with the ashy remnants of Judy. (laughs) Remember them? They were killed in that horrible porno set bombing in the last episode. Alan Rickman Uh, sharpens his... Nope, sorry. Liam Neeson sharpens his bomb trigger. (laughs) Sharpens the trigger. We see Colin, the dick-forward guy who wants to go to America. On a plane to America? Sure, he's in the plane. He's uh, moisturizing his uh, lady touching hands. Yes. We see Liam Neeson walking past Samuel's bedroom, holding his ears. Samuel has a little chalkboard on the outside that says, do not disturb, practicing drums for love, comma, actually. dun 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 we see Karen uh, placing Christmas gifts under their familial tree. She checks Harry's coat. What's this? A necklace box for her or for Mia the Ruiner? We see a.k.a. Colin Firth, practicing uh, his Portuguese in a wacky language school where they just sit students down with headphones on and ask them to say stuff. I'll never get this, he says and snaps his little pencil. (laughs) We see deep in the pit that Liam Neeson threw Christian Bale into. Christian Bale has a prisoner's makeshift rope tied around his waist, and he begins to climb the well of souls back up to freedom. We see Karen shaking the necklace box she discovered under the tree. Ooh. It says, she opens the card. It says, to my true love, my master, to who I'm an undead thrall. She blushes and hugs it close to her chest. Oh, Harry. Colin lands in America. His dick. Oh, yeah, the montage is over. That's the end of the montage. Now now we're at the montage. The montage squeaks to a halt. 
and Colin flops out of it. Oh, dick first. Oh, ready to inseminate some American beings. <laughs> uh, an American taxi cab with a driver on the wrong side uh, pulls up. Hey, mister, where you going on this Christmassy evening? Oh, uh, I just want to go to a bar and meet some birds so I can put my knob up, up in them. Hmm. Don't you mean the aviary? That's where we keep boids here in America. Oh, we've had an humorous misunderstanding. No, I want some women. Real stupid ones. <laughs> oh, stupid women, eh? Yeah. All right. Real underperforming brain-wise. <laughs> we see the taxi cab pull up in front of an elementary school. No. These girls no. are pretty dumb. No. They don't even have a high school education <laughs> yet. Of age. Oh, I see. You want you want dumb adults. Mm-hmm. Hmm. How about a bar? <coughs> a bar sounds good to me. Yeah, me too. Ladies, <laughs> the taxi <laughs> cab gets out of the running car and walks to his local pub. Colin tails along behind him. We see we see a bar. They're serving Budweiser, just like in America. There's a jukebox mm. playing the old rock and roll music. Soon as Christmas rolls around, I'm out of here, man, I'm going to town. Not like the British just fick and do. We won World War II. <laughs> Don't forget to make America great. Round and round the Christmas plate. Colin walks in. Hello, babes, he says. The three hot and horny women in Wisconsin suddenly cast their sights upon Colin. Now, okay, I'm sure there's a lot of hot people in Wisconsin. Yeah. I went to Wisconsin once, so yeah. Yeah, but you... I mean, you left. I left, so yes. Yeah, so no, I'm sure there's hot people in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. It's just not famous for it. No. And the the un the ridiculously like penthouse letter section events which transpire here are so unbelievable now, that I legitimately thought they were a dream sequence, and we were going <laughs> to see him wake up on the plane, just masturbating in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> but no. All of what is about to unfurl, dear, dear listener, is what happened in the movie. I believe that is the joke. However, it is artlessly told. Yeah. Yeah. It's stupid, isn't it? Yeah. Ha! I'm a beautiful lady. Ha! I'm another beautiful lady. And I'm a third most beautiful lady. And we're here to have sex with you. Oh, my. Well, if you like uh, British people and three ways, then. I think it's technically a far way if there's four of us. Holy shit, what a blessing, Colin says, and begins screwing on his three additional auxiliary penises. (laughs) Let's get ruddy! (laughs) What is that, flushed? (laughs) (laughs) Everybody in the well of souls looks up and sees Bruce Wayne finally make it to the top. They all chant and come their pants. I've got to say, I'm really into the momentum of the chanting and doing the hustle, hustle. I really like the speed that brings. That should be something you do for every Muff movie all the way through. It feels good. I don't know <laughs> if the reference is clear enough. I didn't I mean, get I, it until you said Batman. 
I think most of the people who listen to my shit have probably seen Dark Knight Rises, mm-hmm. but it's that's the you third know, one, right? It's the third one. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, anywho, smash cut back to back to old blighty. Back the, to old blighty. Back to uh, the Ke- rain clouds. Karen and Heron's home. <laughs> Harry has Harry renamed himself Heron because now he can fly because he's a vampire. <laughs> mm, it is imperative you open a gift, flesh wife. Heron is wearing the darkest sunglasses he has because the Christmas lights, even though they're just regular strength Christmas lights, mm. are so bright to his undead evil eyes. The festivity is just too much for him. I think you'll really enjoy this gift. It comes from the heart. The two little children look awkwardly at their dad, who is suddenly just smells frightening. <laughs> smells like like grave dirt. Yeah. And and yeah. and running. He smells like running. Karen opens the box and it's it. It is a, f- a human heart. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Karen pushes the heart away, and underneath it, it's a Joni Mitchell CD? Wait, I, I, I'm afraid. How did you get this heart to beat on its own, severed from a human body? I assume it's a human heart. I don't know. It could be a monkey heart. Dark magics. Oh, that's right, because of your stint at Hogwarts. Yes. Um, I was I get- potions master for a while. I get the message. You're telling me you love me, and here's a Joni Mitchell CD because I've once mentioned that I liked her. Yes, absolutely. Why don't you go upstairs and put it on while I ready the children for some sort of event? Great idea. I need to I need to hide my face from the family for a bit. Stiff upper lip and all that. Children! He envelops them with a cape. <laughs> um, Karen rushes up the stairs and quickly tears the bedspread off. She unfolds her hidden compartment in the mattress and pulls out her Puritan vampire hunting kit. All right, time to give this beast a taste of its own medicine. Silver mirrors, a wooden mallet, and proud mahogany stakes, (laughs) which she she conceals within her frumpy old lady coat, Mm. waiting for the perfect time to strike. Not only is he having an affair, but he's a vampire, a creature of the night. And Karen ah! cannot allow him to survive. That's right. Next scene. Tink. <laughs> 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 Next scene. It's Christmas <clears throat> Eve. Mm. We are in a, a, a fancy bar. Well, it's a hip bar. I don't know if it's fancy. Yes, it, 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 it seems like an event space. Yeah, there's yeah. all sorts of like sycophants, hot babes, mm. hot bros, cold cuts, mm. cucumber sandwiches, because we're in England, old chap. Let's Grant party. Grant, are cucumber sandwiches good? Oh, they're all right. How, how many would you say, how many times have, would you say you've eaten them in your life? Three times. Really? Yeah. So it's just not a frequent thing? No, it's a class thing. Like you have them, uh, if, you, if you have high tea, you'll have a cucumber sandwich, but I don't, I'm not the sort of person who has high tea very often. No. Uh, it's very yeah. much a, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a it's an upper middle class or upper class thing to eat. And I'm hmm. strictly middle class. It seems like v- virtually bereft of nutrition, a oh, cucumber absolutely. sandwich. It's, the, listen, it's, it's an excuse to eat butter. You can put uh, butter okay. on white. It's like a butter sandwich, but the cucumbers there kind of it functions as a gherkin or a pickle in the same way. So it sort of refreshes the palate. 
try to make you feel better about eating just Mm. butter. Mm, Pretty much, yeah. So I missed lunch. I know for you it's dinner time, but I am hungry for some butter. Okay, let's let's kick the shit out of the end of this film. Yeah. For the children's inaugural all-school laser tag. Wait. It's happening soon, don't worry, we'll get there. Stop. We'll get there, it's fine. You're violating the covenant of muffing. (laughs) (coughs) We're in a bar. There's a bar, there's a lot of hot babes and dudes. They're fucking, the the food is fucking, everyone's fucking, except for old Billy Mack, the the lord of misrule, who's glued (laughs) to the television, and we see a newscaster talking about the most important news of the day, which band is going to win Christmas song sales. Although it looked like Blue was going to get it, it seems like this year's Christmas number one is, drumroll please, Billy Mac! Oh, bless me bloody eyes, says Billy Mac's quaint country manager. Billy, we did it, oh fool, oh! He grabs up Billy Mac and hugs his skeletal frame. Some dust comes out of Billy Mac's uh, bon Jovi coat. We did it, man. We did it. We. I knew we could beat those sexy young heartthrobs blue by just uh, doing a cover song, and we did it. This is the most satisfying night of my life. Rang, rang. Uh oh. Oh, his American ro- phone. <laughs> his rocker's America phone uh, rings. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Mr. Elton. Jo- Sorry, Sir Elton John. <laughs> yes, of course. I'd like to come to your Teletubby themed. Christmas orgy. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, send the biggest car you have to pick me up and I will get on there and be I'll be snapping at your dick like a French pterodon. Oh, it's a a shame you're going to have to go off to Elton John's uh, party, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, but I hope you have fun. Well, without your manager there, I'm going to go home and have a cry into some whiskey. All right, Shrek. See you later. <laughs> Hoots. Donkey. Smash cut. Smash cut to the home of Jamie's sister. Colin Firth. So, uh, Colin, Colin Firth. So, yeah. so Colin Firth has returned from his Portuguese training, mm-hmm. um, and now he's just besotten. Uh, with bags and baubles and Christmas gear, toys for the children. Uh, he's got a sled. A he's, he's got a goose. He's got a Yule log. A he's wearing a Father hands. Christmas robe. He's got, he's got his own Christmas tree lashed to his back. The family opens the door, and it's an impressive-sized family. All it's of them are just... Family, yeah. Yeah, teeming. Uh, they're all dressed up in their holiday best, and they're so happy to see their favorite brother slash uncle. Uncle Colin, the famous writer, has come, and look at all the gifts he's got us. Wait. No. I can't stay here for Christmas. He throws down all the gifts. He unloads the hams from the ham satchel into the fire, slashes the uh, the ribbons that are tying the tree to his back, and it, it tumbles into the fire and catches fire. I've got to go back to France immediately. (laughs) I can't even stay for a drink. He straps the two Nintendo Switches he bought for the children onto the bottom of his shoes, (laughs) and he stomps off towards the airport. He doesn't even skate. He stomps away. (laughs) I've always hated Uncle Colin. I mean, Jamie. Fuck, broke the fourth wall. (laughs) The child winks at the camera. Smash cut. 
two, the home of 17-year-old Pirates of the Caribbean's Kira Knightley and a man who she married. <laughs> anyway, that's my sea shanty dance. Oh no, the door is ringing. The door, the British door is ringing. Ding dong. <laughs> it's saying ding dong, my favorite elf. <laughs> Shall I just pop down to the door and see who it is? Yes, that sounds good to me. Um, although I'm, I'm, I'm full of food and eager to hang out with you, my beautiful child bride. Of course, my owner slash husband. La 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 la. <laughs> Juliet uh, prances down the stairwell, uh, dropping wildflowers everywhere she goes. She opens the door, and suddenly she's greeted with the face of the Walking Dead's. Rick Grimes, a.k.a. Mark, he puts a single zombie-killing finger over her lips like Christopher Walken does in the fine movie Prophecy. One crusty finger comes up and touches her, her delicate mouth. Her virginal mouth. <laughs> His tiny finger sucks up some of her molecules. <laughs> absorbs them. Now he gets all of her memories. <clears throat> I need you. I need you to tell your husband that it's carol singers. I have a message for you in a Bob Dylan style. Why would I? She looks down and sees a handful of big novelty cue cards in Mark's hand. And next to them, a a gun. singer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Uh, uh, so, Peter, it's not, it's not, no one down here, it's, it's just say, Christmas say carolers. It's a very quiet carolson. It's just a quiet carolson. Uh, hold on. She looks for Spotify on her phone and pulls up caroling playlist and puts it at the foot of the stairs. You smart and beautiful woman, you remember that. Yeah, I have a message for you, which normally I would, which I would, would not, well, this is an audio medium, so I can just hold up the signs. But uh, I hope uh, you enjoy the message wait, I have. You you wrote them in Portuguese. Could you translate for me? See, I'm very happy to translate. Okay, and a one, and a two, and a go. Hello, you are married to my finest and tallest friend. I want you to understand that I got the crazy hearts for your child form. Card two. I'm eager to rub my greasy grams form all over you with your crop tops and your hats. Card three. However, you're married to a man who I respect, so I can't hope to ever have you. But know that I think you're a real sweet piece of thing. Card four. Bye. Card five. I didn't expect the cards to go on this long, so these are mainly filler cards. What follows is some Portuguese vocabulary. Card six. Please tell me where the library is. Do you know the way to the swimming pool? Anyway, now it's time for me to go. (laughs) Uh, Mark walks away from her, and for a moment she hesitates. And then rushes after him into the streets. Mark, wait, wait, wait. She turns him around and they're face to face, their lips so close to each other. She looks deeply into his eyes. 
Now I understand why you've pretended to hate me for so long. It was self-preservation to try to not mess up my marriage. Well, I appreciate that, Mark. And I hope you'll appreciate why I have to do this. Juliet takes a small French pterodon out of her pocket (laughs) and in one swift motion clips Mark's dick off. Come, Bersephonis. Our work is done. (laughs) Bersephonis, although an adolescent pterodon is strong enough to fly her back into her home, Mark stands holding his geyser like gout of blood. (laughs) I'm justly hoisted by mine own petard. And now I die. Mark bleeds out in the snow. Uh, As the camera slowly dollies away from him and into the sky, we hear, you can get that sentimental feeling in the air. Smash cut to Billy Mac's manager's home, home of the Shrek. Oh, I'm awful sad, donkey. I'm awful sad. My Bill Nye's no coming around here no more looking looking for Christmas fun. Ding, ding, dong, ding, 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 dong, ding, dong, ding. Ah, my British bell. (laughs) Hello, Uh, who is it? Ah, it's me, your prostitute you hired. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. Here to wish you a Merry Christmas the only way I care to. Are you one of the sex workers alluded to at the start of the film? Exactly. You're actually a Brazilian man. Well, that's kind of the joke. Open Fa- the door, you bl- you bell end. Fantastic! Come on, come on! You, you can gob me off in a cupboard. That sounds lovely. Uh, the manager opens the door, and it's not a sex worker. It's Billy Mac oh, swaggering fuck. around, holding a Sainsbury's bag full of <coughs> malt liquor <laughs> and cheese twists. All right. Oh, oh, Billy, it's you. I was expecting a Brazilian prostitute. This hasn't really worked out for me. <laughs> what do you, do you not have a fun time, Elton's teletubbyology? You know, uh, after the whole uh, orgy part kind of uh, got ruined by COVID-19. Uh, uh, don't yeah, reference I, that. Don't bring it down. Let's pretend it never <laughs> happened. All right. After the whole orgy part got ruined by the Culex virus, okay. started by started by a, a, a Nickelodeon program's evil uh, science bad guy from a television show where I I think a girl could turn into slime or something. Well, let's, let's anyway. not drag it out too much. Anyway, wait, wait till you stop fucking Tinky Winky. Yeah. Um. I realized in the throes of passion that. Christmas is a time apparently for telling the truth. Hey, that's, which, that's a recurring theme through the film, isn't that, it? Is that a British thing? Because it's Absolutely not American. Absolutely not, no. Okay, so anyway, but here, because of that leprechaun's curse, we all got to tell the truth on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, truth be told, I don't love anybody except for you. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah. real good. Let's have a manly hug, shall we? Yeah, it's unclear like whether it's romantic love or just like oh, fraternal love. I think it's fraternal, but would you be willing to gob me off in the cupboard anyway? Yeah, I'll gob you off. Why not? For old time's sake. Fantastic smash cut! Which is what um, Gregor Fisher says when he comes. <laughs> um, 
<coughs> to the Prime Munster's office. We see um, Hugh Portman all alone, such a handsome, lonely bachelor prime minister, mm-hmm. reading Christmas cards from his staff. Uh, dear Mr. Prime Minister, have a happy Christmas. Okay, that's quite trite. Um, to whom it may concern, uh, good tidings for this year, whatever it is. Well, that one's obviously a Russian spy bot. Uh, let's see. It's uh, in the fire. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to the man that I love and have always loved for my entire life, merriest of Christmas, XOXO, I'm yours, signed the housekeeper. Oh, Mrs. Tilden. <laughs> I'm ready What's... for your dick, sir. <laughs> all right, all right. Give it a minute to cool down. And now the final note. Uh, it's Oh, this one came from outside the building. Perhaps an employee I've done wrong by firing for being too fat. Dear sir, I hope you are having a wonderful Christmas. I myself am living with my many family members in Wentworth. Anyway, I'm sorry about getting chemically bondage to the to the American president. Uh, I was just a bit, it was a bit crazy. Anyway, point is, I love you. You're real special, even though the class divide means that we could never shag. Hmm, I see, I see. If I read between the lines here, I think she's telling me to go door to door in the bad, the dodgy part of Wentworth and bother people until I find her. Yeah, seems right. It's not like I have the resources to bring her to me. All right. Uh, Carriage men! It's to the dodgy part of town. Very well, sir. Hop aboard. All right. Uh, the uh, the Shire horses. <laughs> the Towards prime minister symbol rotates in front of the screen, and we are whisked away to the dodgy part of Wentworth. Uh, Grant, what is Wentworth? Um, it's Wandsworth. She says actually, which I believe is oh. in the north. Actually, I'm it, not sure. It, Where is Wandsworth? Wandsworth. Wandsworth. Let's borrow Wandsworth. It is. Oh, actually, it's not. That's, that's west. Yeah, okay. Wandsworth is pretty swish, but there is a dodgy part of it. A dodgy part. Oh, like, like Putney. Yeah, yeah. Putney, you're talking. So, I, not in I, London. Uh, it is in London. It's, it's one of the districts of London. Oh, it's I got West you. London. Um, I used to live quite close to it, actually. Hmm. In the swishy part, no doubt. Nope. Dodgy. No, I lived, I lived in, uh, in Merton, which isn't in London. Anyway. Were you part of the Peaky Blinders? Yes, I had razors in me hat. I have never seen that show, although I look forward to watching it one day. And I don't know what either of those fucking words means. I, th- so I, think, I think it's like a gang. The I gang's a, name is a, the Pinky Blinders. Oh, uh, okay. It's a bold choice to name your show after two words that Americans have no idea what it is. Yeah, well, not everything has to be for you. God. I mean, it is Netflix. Not Netflix. Which are, it's B- BBC. Which, it's BBC? Yeah, it was shot on the BBC. Oh, I thought um, I, I thought it was a Netflix joint. Oh, it's Netflix. It's on, it's on the telly. I'm sorry. I'll have to pen a letter of uh, uh, of regret to the. I don't the... understand all of these Britishes. What is this tea and co- tea and crackers? I don't understand. Yeah, it's tea like coffee, <laughs> but bad. Uh, I I want to show about Walmart and flags. That's I want to show right about now. hillbillies who own dangerous cats that are from another continent. Okay, that's, that's America. 
That's America. That's um, America, batch. Wouldn't you know it? The Prime Minister, after <coughs> 257 <coughs> knocks on doors, just just starting at the start of a of a street in one uh, in Wandsworth or Wentworth, as we've established here, uh, and knocks through every single door until he reaches Natalie. Oh, Hulk smash, he says, and once again, knocks straight through the door of house 278. <coughs> and what, to his surprise, should appear behind the uh, splintered door? It's an eggy man. Oh, what's this, eh? What the fuck you do, mate? You haven't... I'm terribly sorry. Does Natalie live here? Of course she does, isn't it? Natalie, hey, porky pig, get your ass down here. Says, Where the fuck the, is my cunting jacket? She oh? says, walking down the stairs. Everyone blushes. Oh no, it's the Prime Minister, everyone. This is the Prime Minister. Me mum, me dad, some uncles, an aunt, two children, and a dog. <clears throat> what is it you wanted, Prime Minister? She says, fluttering her eyelashes, eyelashes sexfully. Well, I was... um. Uh, terribly sorry to interrupt your uh, family brawl. Is that what you type to? Anyway, um, I was hoping that uh, you could um, come uh, with me and oh. um, maybe, I don't know what my plan was beyond this. I guess we have a romantic rendezvous on uh, on the Thames. <laughs> oh, sir, me and my fat daughter and the family are all going down to the school play. What's happening just around the corner? Oh, well, I'm the prime minister, so I'm sure she can just cancel and hang out with me. Absolutely fucking not. It's been years <laughs> they've been working on the octopus costumes. <laughs> oh, what the fuck is this? Some fucking slag trying to get me octopus costume ruined by taking me auntie away from it. She's still got a sew on the tiny beak. <laughs> Says oh, okay, no, I'm, I'm very sorry. We'll all go along to the play together, and we can we can talk in the car about the important state business. Um. Okay. I don't. I don't like the out of control way this evening is turning out. Normally, I have my secret agents, you know, secure everywhere I go. This You'd was fit, close enough you? to wild, but uh, okay. Let's just go to this uh, high school where I could be assassinated at it's, any moment. It's hugely ramshackle, but thankfully. I mean, luckily you haven't upset any superpowers recently, so I'm sure no one's trying to assassinate you. No, no, I'm sure we're cool. The tax man receives a report. Liam <laughs> um, Leeson's <clears throat> phone dings, revealing the Prime Minister maybe has some unpaid tax. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Everybody, clown cars into... Um, a taxi cab and Natalie and the prime minister get into his swanky carriage. But then suddenly it's Noel fielding. The octopus climbs in right next to them and fucking busts up on their romantic privacy. Are you trying to to have a romantic conversation? Are you? You trying Uh, to have an undying confession of love, are we? In uh, the back of a car, is it? Yes, uh, terribly sorry. I was just. Oh, I'm sure you'd love that, my boy. I'm never going to let it happen. <laughs> you want to hear a story about my giant fun, boy? Oh, my tentacles are going to quest all over the school. <laughs> um, they arrive at the school. The school. Uh, 
yeah, it's amazing. They get out, fucking get on. The children get in the fucking out of the way. They're doing a play, and Natalie leads the PM backstage, the least secure place available. And what's this? Huh, who do they run into? An assassin? No, tis Karen. Karen. The oh. wife of Vampiric Harry. I'm still a bit teared off about my husband's death, rebirth as a vampire and affair, but it's really great to see you, little brother. Sorry, big brother, despite the fact you're clearly younger. Yes, yes, uh, uh, Karen, and I, I'm sorry that I haven't been a great brother to you. I've been That's prime okay. ministering for a while. I understand. Who's this? Oh, this is my... What's the word? What's the word? Should we... Um, meet Natalie. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh... This is my Natalie. This is, well, it's Natalie, isn't it? Oh, you should, you should keep an eye on him. I'm sure he'd roger you senseless if he had half a chance. Karen? <laughs> Says Hugh Jackman, who's just <laughs> hanging out arm in arm with her. Her Stroke. sassy friend. Listen, we have to go. We have to get out of here. And um, and put the children on stage. One of them is dressed as a lobster. The other one is an octopus. We're going to get them on stage. And there's going to be some... Everyone's going to be in the crowd. It's going to be wonderful. Love you very much. Mm-hmm. Have a fun time. Again, watch him. He's going to pop it in. Bye. Uh, <laughs> bye. <laughs> Natalie says. Hugh, Hugh Grant um, shrugs his shoulders comedically. <laughs> and a, a duck falls out of his blazer. <laughs> vaudeville complete okay and now the shakespearean actor steps onto the children's auditorium stage uh ladies and gentlemen uh, uh we take you uh, uh in this uh humble wooden o from the stage to the vast fields of france where we have uh this stick can represent a king and your imagination shall represent uh fucking <laughs> mariah carey hey, <laughs> what Hey, there's kids in the audience. Don't swear. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, and uh, in, using our imaginations, we take you to a wonderful concert. All I want for Christmas is you. Take it, Joanna. Uh, the curtain rises and a teenage girl who nope, looks... She's 10. Uh, she looks significantly older yep, to me than she's Samuel. She's dressed significantly older, isn't she? Yeah. So yeah. let's hope they're both 10 and it's just like girls mature faster than boys, but mm. I don't know. She looks mm. she looks pushing teenage, like pushing preteen. Yeah. Anyway. And Sam looks like a 6-year-old. Sam Sam looks like an urchin if someone's put a clean jumper on. Uh just for our American audiences, urchins are homeless children. <laughs> yeah, rather than the like sea anemones. Yeah, we're very science-minded in America yeah, as you can probably tell by our numbers. Love science. Um Joanna beautifully sings All I Want for Christmas is You in that sort of Mariah Carey up and down, really sort of running around the notes sort of way. Mm-hmm. She's given those notes a run for their money. Yeah. All I want for Christmas. It's infuriating and I'm glad that era of music is over. But she knocks out the park. She sounds fine. And you know who's on the drums? Hi, it's Liam Neeson's son. Oh no, we see just uh, just in the wings of the backstage area, an unconscious octopus who was supposed <laughs> to be playing the drums, of course. Because they've got the right number of arms. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Samuel has taken the coveted octopus drum throne. Um, we see Liam Neeson dressed as taxman 
uh, crouching on uh, a baton high above the stage, his observing. His mask implacable. Only two slits for his eyes looking down proudly on his son. That's right. All I want for Christmas is you concludes. The little girl is pointing at everybody saying she wants you. At first she points at Samuel and he gets so excited. And then she Mm. points at another more handsome man. And Samuel is like, oh shit, it's just show business. These are just a bunch of showbiz phonies. The second A red laser dot. Oh shit, shit, yeah, yeah. Scatters across her chest for a second. And then Samuel looks up and shakes his head at Liam Neeson slash Daniel slash the tax man. Tax man Uh, stands down. Tax man stands down and the the red dot moves away. Finally, the second sub curtain built into the stage opens up at the dramatic conclusion of the song. And we see the prime minister and (gasps) Natalie the fatally kissing each other. Good heavens, the Prime Minister's kissing some sort of manatee. Oh, he's having a bit of a snog, is he? This is inappropriate. Oh, it looks like the Prime Minister's climbing an oversized blancmange. <laughs> What's a blancmange? It's like a milk jelly. Heron, uh, the vampiric entity that was once Harry, uh, sees this lustful human behavior and its undead heart begins to stir. I must taste, taste the fl- the flesh and blood of mortals. <laughs> he streaks towards the stage. With undead speed and fury, he scoops up the tender virginal Joanna in his arms. I must have the flesh of the innocent. When suddenly... <laughs> A blade with a crucifix for a handle uh, flies out of the audience and catches Harry right in his shoulder. He is thrown backwards and falls to the ground. His arm wound sizzles and hisses and a spotlight lands on the audience where standing in full pilgrim regalia is Karen, the confronter of bad husband Harry. Where are you going, motherfucker? <clears throat> no, I simply wanted to eat a young child. He's gone full vampire now. You can't stop me. He reaches and grabs the silver blade out of his arm, his hand hissing with the with the with the the, the fire of the allergic reaction, throws it down. For all your training, nothing has prepared you for the power of a true vampire. Oh no! He's growing stronger by the minute, says a vampire scholar in the audience. <laughs> we hear, boom, boom, sh- boom, 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 as through his back, a wooden drumstick, oh. wielded by the taxman's son, Samuel. All those hours of practice paid off. I guess, Dad, you could say that <coughs> this attempt to win Joanna's love was pretty high stakes. The entire audience laughs. laughs. The, the prime minister rustles uh, the child's hair. Joanna leaps into Samuel's arms. Crushing being an, being an older girl, he duffles the ground. Significantly <laughs> taller and heavier. She breaks his ribs. Oh! <laughs> you take my breath away. The audience continues clapping and cheering for that pun as well. Alan Rickman uh, withers Buffy style into a pile of ash 
my only regret is I didn't commit more infidelity. <laughs> well, says the vampire scholar, stepping onto the stage and opening his great tome. Uh, you've defeated the danger for the evening, but I'll have you know where there's one, uh, there's always a nest of vampires. You must kill their queen. Uh, I guess you're the vampire slayer, child, he says, uh, directing his <laughs> his address to the broken-ribbed Samuel on the ground. Karen takes off her wide-brimmed pilgrim's hat and puts it on Samuel. Oh, um, I've been really badly injured. You're the so- man now, Doc. Uh, thank you. Could maybe my dad do it? Nope. <laughs> rules are rules. <laughs> it's me, Mr. Bean, a vampire scholar. <laughs> Mr. Bean, vampire scholar. Uh, well, um, this is quite a bit to think about, says the Prime Minister. Um, I guess I'll just be popping off with my thrall and... Uh... Uh, yes, yes. It's all, it's all, I'm really glad that vampire was assassinated in front of the stage, on, uh, in front of me on the stage. That rather overshadows the fact that I was kissing someone on stage at a school play. It sure fuck it was. Oh, away! Uh, Natalie breaks one of her smoke grenades on the floor and uses her cockney magic to, <laughs> to zap them to a more discreet locale. The taxman looks directly into the camera and says, there's one more thing we have to resolve before this movie's over. <laughs> Colin Firth. The camera nods. <laughs> you hear the camera say, oh, okay. <laughs> Flash cut. Meanwhile, in Portugal, Christian Bale pops his head out of the Portuguese prison. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn Portuguese judicial system. <clears throat> when I get back to Gotham, I'm going to write them a strongly worded letter. <laughs> hey, throw the rope back down to us. Earn it. <laughs> he says, sets the rope on fire. He sets the rope on fire. Elbows open a car, smashes open a, a car window, a car window with his elbow, climbs in through the window, hotwires the car, and drives off back to Gotham. Wow. <laughs> it's one of those amphibious cars that can go. Across the t- the the uh, Atlantic. Drive it fast enough. We got there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but uh, in a taxi cab, going in the other direction, we see Jamie, Colin Firth, um, with a rose clutched tightly in one begloved hand and a box of chocolat in the other one. He is a determined Englishman. So anyway, I say to this Portuguese guy, you know, I'm not from Portugal. I'm an international uh, taxi cab guy who wound up in Portugal through a series of misadventures. Anyway, I say yes, to this Portuguese... must have been wonderful to say. So go on, sorry. I say to this Portuguese guy, you should move to Hawaii. And he says, I already have. And I look around and I'm in Hawaii. Fucking That's- wizards. <laughs> That, that, that's a great story. Are we, are we at the restaurant yet? No, we're going to Aurelia's house, oh, like yes, you told me. I'm, first, I'm, I'm not just the GPS you can tell to go anywhere at any time. I'd go to it one thing. At the, anyway, I'm oh, disintegrating. Okay, bye. <laughs> the generic foreigner what a, evaporates from Mark's what a weird guy. Colin, uh, Colin Firth scrambles into the front of the car and drives it, and he goes past Batman, and there's a little sort of like they, they nod to each other like, <laughs> Oh, okay. He Colin drives. Firth is not a vigilante. Remember this. 
No. That's Liam Neeson. But he can still climb forward into, into a car and drive it. I think that's fine. Yes. You're, you're just like their fellow motorists. So they're like, I know what it's like. He pulls up at, uh, well, they're, they're both in films. So they recognize each other or not. He pulls <coughs> oh, up that's true. Um, at, at, the, at the house. The Casa de Aurelia. Casa de Aurelia. Um, and knocks on the door to reveal big old sweater man. Hello, my friend. I have been expecting you for quite some time. It's I, Fernet Blanco. <gasps> That's right. I moved here from España. <laughs> Please come in. Have a cucumber sandwich. I oh, understand you. oh, your people much. are quite fond of them. In my opinion, it's just an excuse to eat some baller. Fernet, I must say, I'm very interested in marrying your daughter. Hmm. I would love to give you my daughter's hand in marriage, but unfortunately, all my daughters have moved on. They are, are, have families of their own. I am merely acting as an advisor, spiritual, and career coach to this Portuguese family. And okay. it is not my place to give away the hand of these fine Portuguese girls. I understand. It's rather archaic practice anyway. <laughs> is, 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 there, is the man of the house, the father of the house there, so I can speak to him and ask him, him to give me his daughter? Oh, Jamie, are you so quick to be rid of me? Okay, here's a fat joke. No, 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 no please, <laughs> please stick around. I, I, I'm Fernet Blanco fat. disappears in a cloud of lavender-scented smoke. <laughs> he was better than we deserved. <laughs> and behind him um, is uh, Aurelia's uh, chubby sister, who earlier in the real movie, she's like, oh, I can't eat sweets, you should see my sister. And then this fucking poor actress is cast as like the unmarriable sister. This film really hates <laughs> fat people. Yeah. And a lot of people who aren't that fat. A lot of people who would just maybe like, like maybe have a little bit of jiggle around the middle. And they're yeah. like, look at this heinous land beast. Yeah. It's awful. It's a very uh, you know, bad scene. I honestly, I expected it since it's like so heteronormative and like love story stuff and Christmas. So there's like Christian overtones. I expected a lot of the jokes to be gay panic jokes. Yeah. You know, no, there's, it's just, it's just there's fat maybe, jokes. there's maybe two of them, but there's yeah. more fat jokes. Yeah. It's like anyone who's slightly overweight is completely like ruined. Anyway, this, um, this ravenous hog stomps downstairs, uh, chewing <laughs> a chicken carcass. <laughs> What, what, what have we here? Some sort of a, a human being for me to snack on? This fucking Jabba the Hutt Piggins character comes down. Oh, Jesus, just another twig like Englishman. Give me a, a fat old American any day. Where is your sister? I wish to marry her. I ate her. Oh, no. I, no, I'm I, just kidding, you okay. fucking asshole. I wouldn't eat a human. Colin Firth takes his leg out of, out of the sister's mouth and starts apologizing, dusting himself down. Yeah, she's had a menial job being a servant for the wealthy class, serving him fucking food on Christmas night. What a piece of shit this capitalistic world we live in is. Okay, well, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go there. Um, you, you seem great. And I hope Are you, you still talking? I'm eating a jar of jam. <laughs> Just like from the outside in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the glass is like a shell. Glass Colin. is just sand. Surprised he didn't know that. It's supposed to be sand. Okay. Uh, Colin Firth turns on his heel and runs through the Portuguese streets 
down to the restaurant. Hey, it's an Englishman running through our streets. Oh, not in this neighborhood, bud. Yeah, let's get him. All the Portuguese around begin to follow Colin Firth. <coughs> Some of them hitting little Portugal? nightclubs, nightsticks into their hands menacingly. In Portugal, a slang term for English person is a beefer. A beefer. Beef, which is uh, which means like a which means like a beefsteak because because we go because we cook in the sun. Oh, like sun never sets in the British Empire. Only dog, mad dogs and Englishmen stay out in the noonday sun. No, we we we, we sunburn easily. Oh, why? Yeah. Well, is it because you're well. a bit pale? Yeah, it's because we come from this rainy island, isn't it? Uh, oh, yeah. A Anything. bit pale, a, a bit pale in the old melanine. The mob, <laughs> the, the mob forms up behind Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell, right. still. All right, boys, we're gonna do this real nicey, nicey. I, I, I just want to marry one of your women. I'm so sorry. Please put away your oversized Tommy guns. Oh, well, 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 my friend, you should have put it that way to begin with. We're in the uh, betrothal business. Got the idea from some of our internet friends selling foreign brides. So uh, let me take you to the showroom and uh, you can check out any of the women we got in stock and in the stocks. No. (laughs) No. Absolutely not. Uh, he uh, he he says, "Look over there, uh, uh, custard tart." And a lot of the Portuguese people are like, "Oh, I love custard tarts." And turn around, yeah, an egg tart. And then he turns around. Well, egg- yeah, custard's just made of egg, Mark. I'm surprised you don't know that. Uh, he uh, he spins on his heel and runs down towards the restaurant where Aurelia is there serving up traditional Portuguese food like feijoada and uh, bacalhau. Mm. Here's your bit of owl, sir. Um, <laughs> I've I've learned to speak perfect English, and uh, but don't tell that to any suitors that might come along. We could have a little uh, a little titter at their expense, couldn't we? Anyway, um, Aurelia, so- I have come here. I have learned Eng- I have learned Portuguese to speak to you. But to what? you, it will sound like I am saying English words in a Portuguese accent. Oh my God! Uh, Aurelia stands on the precipice like a Juliet to her Romeo below, ah. and he, Colin, uh, Jamie, is given Morty is given <laughs> all sorts of odes of love in terrible broken Portuguese. I want to run off with you, put you in a big tower, and make you wife shaped. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen stands behind him. Very good, very good delivery. Nods, nods sagely. <laughs> he holds a, a rucksack. What do they call it? He holds a Hessian sack in his hands just in case. <laughs> Isn't that the big like burlap bag that yeah, you yeah, kidnap someone in? Yeah, it's it's a it's a standard napping sack. Yeah. In America, napping is taking a little sleep. I uh, know we have it. Uh, yeah, well, we have those over here too. I think. Or and you, you call diapers nappies. We do because you can sleep in them. <laughs> Is Aurelia, that really what? No, Aurelia. Oh. I want you to be my wife. Will you? Be, will you come away with me and marry me in England or in Portugal or in France? Aurelia's uh, father, who just toppled in. Is like furiously nodding his head and like uh, throwing money at the feet of Jamie to try to uh, persuade him to marry the daughter. Everybody <coughs> is really egging her on. We hear the the traditional Portuguese 
song of marriage encouragement slowly <laughs> rise up from the well of souls in the prison. I now present you, man and wife, you may kiss the bride! Says Colin uh, Firth, and does a big old kiss on Aurelia. Oh my goodness, such a beautiful Bane flash. They, they are married and will live forever in Portugal. Final montage of the film. It is an airport. One month later, every character we saw that Everyone didn't get killed here. is no, arriving. Even, even the dead ones are here. Oh, good. They're all arriving at the airport. Great. Why, Just why are they arriving at the airport? The corpses are here. Alan Rickman's corpse is coming back from America. The oh, Prime yeah. Minister. Uh, arrives and gives his new girlfriend a big old friendly English kiss. Mwah. The uh, Karen uh, Karen welcomes back uh, Liam Neeson's son from his training in the new world as a vampire slayer. <laughs> um, Mark's there, but he's just dead in the corner. <laughs> Which is ridiculous in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> And the two smoking corpses of Bilbo Baggins and that Welsh woman. Also, Billy Mack and his manager are there, and they're married. Yay! Yay! It was romantic. That gob job really worked out well. Mm-hmm. Speaking of gob job, old Hugh Grant walks off the civilian airplane <coughs> with Natalie in hand. Mm-hmm. They have the uh, traditional friends with benefits rings on. Mm-hmm. And everyone <laughs> is either married or dead. But the mm-hmm. important thing is that they're happy. And it's January, the opposite of Christmas. But everyone's still pretty good. The camera pans back, and we see footage captured from Heathrow and Gatwick Airport of people welcoming their friends back. And we learn that Christmas, well, Christmas isn't about presents. Christmas isn't about faith, or Jesus, or even coming together. No, Christmas is about Love, actually. This has been Moth Movies. Liam Neeson blows up the airport. Everyone was evading their taxes. Sorry, Love Actually sequel people. That's all you get. Grant, we muffed it. We muffed it. It was muffed. Mark, it's quarter to ten, and I haven't had dinner yet. I know. I always, I cannot. It's unfortunately we have a time difference because towards the end of yes. you and me's muff sessions, you're always getting a little bit sleepy, a little, little bit hungry. But you get to drink during the sessions, mm-hmm. which makes me sleepier. Yeah, and I've sworn to my pastor that I will not drink in the afternoon much. Grant. Do you have anything that you'd like to encourage our internet audience to look at and perhaps yeah, buy, definitely. buy just, at? Yeah, you can buy it. If you go to rrdgames.com, that's rowanrookanddeckard.com, uh, you can buy Heart, which is our new role-playing game, which, which, we, which we put out on general release now. You can get it everywhere, uh, unless you're in Europe because of fucking Brexit. 
So oh, no. As, yeah, we can't sell things there for a little while, but we're working it out. I'm sure it'll be fine. Wow. Um, we are, we are, uh, you can go and get Heart is a, is a body horror dungeon crawl, um, tragic tale, a uh, tragic role playing game obsession, uh, in this nightmare. Yep. Come with a prize. In this nightmare, <laughs> uh, unreality beneath the world's largest fantasy city. Uh, it's pretty good if I say so myself. So I think you might quite like that. But there are also a bunch of free games. And if you like the comedy end of things, there's a load of comedy games and fun one-page games which we put out, which you can enjoy too. So go take a look. Please download some things. Yes. And check out you? the podcast, Hearty Dice Friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a game design podcast for me and my good friend Christopher Taylor, where we uh, design games live on air. Not live, not on air. Funny, smart, British chaps. And you can learn all sorts of fun things, like Grant's actually very tall. Fun. Yes. Yeah, six or two. Imagine that. <laughs> He doesn't come across in the voice. I sound like a lurching. I hugged him once and I got a, a real eye full of tat. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, do you have anything to plug? Yeah. Uh, follow me on Twitter at at Blastro Podcast and subscribe to the fucking podcast if you haven't already. <laughs> so that way you can get my monthly or bi-monthly episodes uh, please support me on Patreon Patreon slash Blaster Podcast throw some money at this shit and that'll help me cover uh, all of my voluminous expenses like paying for a rental of Love Actually <laughs> which yeah, I, I'd resent. buy it yeah yeah. I, I came close to buying it but uh, thankfully was able to get everything done in 48 hours thank god I do every day every day Grit. Happy New Year, and thank you for muffing. Love you lots. Wonderful to be on board. I uh, look forward to our residual muffings. Oh, Mm. subsidiary muffing? Secondary. More of this. Goodbye, listener. I hope you have a wonderful New Year. It couldn't possibly be worse than the last one. We'll see how it goes. Lots of love. Bye. Happy baby. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering what you'd do if I said that. (laughs) 